Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayer, Shir number 306. We're going to talk today about how to become very aware and careful to prevent yourself having an emotional affair, and if you already are in one, uh, to get out of it as immediately. Now, what happens a lot of times is, is that people don't intend to get fall into an emotional affair, they usually fall into it without a full understanding that you're in one even, until it's already too late. It starts out very, very sneaky, very, very subtle, not even planning to have one in many cases. What you were just looking for is for understanding, whether it's a quote-unquote friend from the opposite gender, a co-worker, whatever matzev there is that may start innocently just looking for understanding and what happens is is that the emotions get involved and they start liking it they like it because it is a secret that's part of it and what happens is is you're taking away the power uh and of of an in, the intimate relationship beyond your own husband and your own wife and you're putting it on this person and the rationalization that comes with it when you're caught or even when before you're caught but what goes in your head uh it's nothing uh it's just a friend um but this quote-unquote nothing this quote-unquote just a friend leads to heartbreaking breakups and divorces and there are signs that you need to really understand that you're in one and not fool yourself. Number one sign that you're having an emotional affair is is that you're feeling more closer to that particular friend of the opposite gender than you're feeling towards your own husband or wife. And you often criticize your own husband and wife to this so-called friend by telling them bad things about your spouse. There are two reasons you do this. Number one is you may say to yourself, I'm just emotionally venting, which is wrong in and of itself. And number two is, is you subconsciously or consciously rationalize your behavior by saying, I'm having so much sorrow and difficulty from my own husband and wife. And that justifies my sharing it with this friend and becoming closer with this friend. And that is one sign that you are in an emotional affair when you feel more closer to that particular friend of the opposite gender than you are to your own husband or to your own wife. The second sign is that you keep the relationship of this friend secret from your husband or your wife. Not necessarily that your mom is lying, although it could lead to mom is lying, but very often it's just simply evasive. Who is this person? Eh, eh, you know, whatever it is, or, or it's a it's a workmate, and you come home from work and you don't mention a thing about this person, so they're clueless. That's evasiveness as well. The keeping secret of this friend from the opposite gender that you started to develop a, a, an emotional connection with is kept secret from your own husband and your own wife. That is a sign as well of being in an emotional affair. A third sign is, is that you're thinking of this friend all the time. It's becoming now an obsession. It's becoming an overwhelming feeling 
beyond the feelings you have for your own husband and wife, beyond the feelings that you have even with your own children and your own family. And anytime there's good news or bad news, whichever way, the first person you're thinking about telling and sharing this with is this friend versus your own family members. This is a sign that you're having an emotional affair. Another one is is that you spend and pay extra attention to the way you look for your friend to look, make yourself look more attractive or more handsome or more desirable and not so much to do these things for your own spouse anymore, to make yourself attractive and handsome for your own husband and wife, but now you're doing it Paying that attention to yourself, the way you look, the way you what what dress you're going to wear, what uh, clothing the man's going to wear, all of this to attract the attention of that particular friend of the opposite gender, that is also a sign of an emotional affair. The next sign of an emotional affair is you begin to have sexual fantasies about that particular friend from the opposite gender sexual fantasies and feelings that you're no longer feeling about your own spouse, and you're already replacing your own husband or wife with this friend in the sexual realm. This is true even if there was no actual sexual relationship going on yet in this affair, although usually emotional fears do lead to actual sexual behaviors between the two. That's usually the progression. But even if that progression did not take place, and let's say they're very quote-unquote from Shema Nagia, they never got to that point at this point in time. But if you know when you're interacting, you're already having these sexual fantasies or fantasies of being with this person in a physical way, then you know clearly that you are having an emotional affair. Another thing you try to do when you have this emotional fear, you find ways to be alone with this person, either by outright violating the Hilchas Yichud, or even if you're not, quote-unquote, violating the Yichud per se, let's say it's in a workplace, so there are other people around, So, but nevertheless, you find these private times, private spaces, private places, or being alone in a conference room with the door closed, or whatever it is in isolation, or texting, uh, and 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 uh, zooming with each other privately, with no one else knowing, in isolation, that is another sign of the that you're having an emotional affair, and that you're breaking the boundaries around you. That you will call your friend, you'll text your friend, and all these are signs of emotional affair. And you have to stop this immediately. It's easier said than done, we know that, but the best advice is to cut off the relationship cold turkey, mamish, all communication shut down. Now, if you're a co-worker forced to work with this person, it has to be a complete break of any line of communication other than what is absolutely necessary to work together. If it gets to a point where you have to leave the job, you ask a Shaila, but then you leave the job or change your position, uh, whatever it is that you can, but you need to cut it off cold turkey. 
Now, when you do this very often, after that, you're going to feel a short-term void that you'll feel. You'll feel a certain missing this person, a loneliness. And the key is, and that is a normal thing that will happen, That, but when that does happen, you realize that your job now is to replace that void that you're feeling with healthy, true relationships, true outlets with real friends of the same gender, the reconnecting with your own husband, with your own wife, all of this to replace those unhealthy feelings you had till now about it. But you need to end it and end it immediately. If you don't do that, it ultimately leads to divorce. This is part of how HaKadosh Baruch designed us to lead healthy lives. That there are people that we need to know that we need to be pleasant and polite and b'shalom with every, everyone. But when it comes to people of the opposite gender, and there's a legitimate question that many people ask, is it okay to be a friend or have a real deep friendship with someone from the opposite gender? And the answer is generally no. And that's not an old-fashioned thing, and that's not something that is mean or outdated or backward, it is saying basically is that you value this person, of course, as a human being, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, especially with opposite genders, that the design is, is that the real, true, only emotional connection that you have, and thus physical connection, is with your own spouse and no one else. Now, that does not mean, you know, if you are an, an accountant and you may have female clients, if you're a male, male client clients if you're female, in business is always interactions. You know, some people are machmer not to have any interactions with the opposite gender, even in business. Other people, they do. And there's no issue with it. It's fine. It's okay. You could have normal, pleasant conversations, menschliche conversations, about the business, a friendly how you're doing. All these things are, are, are okay, you know, just within, but it has to stay surface level. Even if you do engage in that behavior, you, it has to stay, stay surface level. That's a very, very important concept to know. This is an important concept to know, especially if you're in the workforce, you're a male and you're around a lot of females, or you're female and you're around a lot of males. And you have no choice in the matter, and you work. So n- not to say that you have to be totally in your own shell, and not to say that you need to know something, you interact, and if it's a normal th- response to say thank you, you say thank you, or I appreciate it, and you're very welcome. That menschliche inyan, it is no issue with it. However, when it comes to a, the deeper emotional connectivity, here is where, yes, you have to force yourself to place boundaries. Now, the rationalization is, why should I? This is a good person. But the fact that they're good people is irrelevant to the conversation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows they're good people. So, kalakavod, let them be good people. But that doesn't mean you have to be intertwined in their life. And by the way, this really, in a sense, is true ahava. True ahava is not just being intertwined emotionally in someone else's life. 
in situations where it warrants that you should not be entwined and in, you know entangled in a person's emotional life, then the biggest chesed and ahava you do for them is to maintain that healthy distance and that healthy respect. And that is what you do, especially if you're dealing with a, a person of the opposite gender that's already married, then what you're doing is reverse. By you just keeping your strong distance and just doing what you have to do in a polite Derech Eretz Kiddush Hashem way, and you force yourself not to get personal, not to get emotionally involved, not to get entangled, you're actually not just saving yourself from sin, you're actually doing a chesed for that other person too. And very often that happens in married life where because you're in a daily grind and you, hus- your husband and wife are wonderful people, but they're human beings with flaws. You just got into a fight with them, okay, which happens. And the easiest thing is to t- tumble out of that fight into a warm conversation with someone on the opposite gender that makes you feel good about yourself. That is where the trap is, and that is where you need to be excessively careful and your chesed is is by staying away from someone of the opposite gender, especially if they're married. Then you're helping with their shalom bias by the fact that you're being separate from them. And with singles too, whatever it is, this border needs to be there. It's common sense, besides being the Torah view of things. It is common sense, good for B'nai Noyach as well. The world, as B'nai Noyach, should know this, and they do know this, some of them, but it's a minority, that when they keep those healthy boundaries and respect for one another, everything in life enhances, including their sexual relationship with their spouse, ultimately, when they get married. They will benefit from it. It's just this is not really the main point of emotional affairs right now, but just to mention that there were studies that in public schools that are mixed, or high schools that are mixed, boys and girls together, colleges that are mixed, boys and girls together, suffer from lower grades, more social anxiety, tension, and, 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 and emotional issues, mental issues, while when they're separate from one another, let's say high schools, separate high schools, separate colleges, and yes, you know, they're not in the Jewish world, so they will have certain shared events where they'll join the boys and girls together for certain particular events, evening events, some social events, maybe some sport events, whatever they do in their own thing. They don't have the Gadarim like we do. But overall, in their system, though, they're separate, and studies have shown their grades are much higher, they're emotionally healthier, they're happier, they're much less stressful because they don't have this boy-girl, boyfriend, girlfriend tensions of, of, of categories, and I broke up with this one, broke up with that one, and what do I do here? That All that turmoil is saved, and they're thriving, and they're doing wonderfully. So, that is something to consider just for the world overall, but it's certainly in our entire world we know that that is the healthiest area and the healthiest way to practice things. So, in a nutshell, this year discussed emotional affairs. And don't think, by the way, this is very, very important. When you start 
even if this is very important, some people get to the point where, unfortunately, every step that we described here and every sign we described here had happened already, and you're in emotional affair, you have to cold, cut it off cold turkey, you'll have withdrawal symptoms, but you replace it with healthy, and that's fine. But many people have this where it's at the beginning stages of this because it's sneaky, not planned. You're starting a little bit to have a little bit more of a conversation, enjoying a little bit more than normal. This conversation, it happened one time a little too frequently. Don't wait till the end of the process. You cop it now. You're starting to have certain feelings, emotional feelings. You right away do yourself a favor and pull back. Now, I understand human nature is, is when you pull back, you feel a certain void. But that's part of the Yetzirah, and you have to be careful, and you force yourself to pull back, force yourself to experience that void, and replace it with real, healthy behaviors. And again, marriages that are beautiful, that continue to be beautiful, is when a husband and wife when they're dealing with real life and nevertheless they come together and do everything they need to do and then when they do this Hashem gives them a reward they do experience a warmth and a closeness that cannot be compared to anything else on earth and that is the certainly for avoiding emotional affairs we did not even discuss the sexual affairs here Although, like we said, one of the signs is the sexual fantasies. You are having an emotional affair even if you don't have sexual fantasies. But if you start having sexual fantasies, that means you're on the road of going further and further downhill. And this has to stop cold turkey, zero communication with full strength. And that will save you from a lot of misery and bring a lot of happiness. Hatzlochem bracha.